Thank you for checking in with the Jay Carter's podcast. And I have another special guest once again that I'm pretty excited to talk to. I don't think we're going to talk about cigars or whiskey. Maybe. I like a good Cohiba, okay? Uh, We can talk about cigars uh, a little bit. I'm Christy Norman. I'm a Sam. I work at Spago. And uh, Jay's a good friend of mine, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much for coming. I've been trying to get on for years, like 10 years now. I'm like, come on. And then she's like, no, no. And then she's like super bored. So she's He's fine. asked me twice. Okay. This, is, this was the second time. I'm happy to be here. I love Jay. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you very much for coming. <sighs> if I would have told you the story about getting that damn Diet Coke, then she's texted, you know, there's Diet Cokes in those. Wait, we need to <laughs> give them, machine. can we give them a little <laughs> context really quick? Oh, yeah, because sure, sure, sure. We're recording right yes, now. Yes, you're right. And um, Jay was very sweet. I'm not drinking because I'm cutting for a bikini competition. And so. I asked him to get a Diet Coke. He wanted to offer me a drink. He accidentally bought a cherry Coke at the store. And so we actually started about 15 minutes late because he went to 7-Eleven and there was a huge line. And I asked for a Diet Coke in like the soda, like with the from the soda fountain with a yeah. bunch of ice in it. And so apparently that took a really long time. It took and... a minute. So I didn't realize how slow people have gotten and not understanding how to uh, pay their... So I'm, so I'm downstairs uh, waiting to record this podcast. <laughs> And I'm looking around, and there are Diet Cokes in the vending machines all around the complex. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, oh, man. I totally forgot. I just read your, what was that magazine that you just did where they talked about uh, old-fashioned? Oh, uh, Delectable. Yeah, yeah, it was an online magazine. A uh, good friend of mine, Ellen Clifford, um, she was nice enough to include me in this article with a bunch of really great psalms. Um, and they basically just asked us what we like to drink when we're not on the clock. And I was honest and I said that I like a Basil Hayden old fashioned and you know, seeing the way that the particular bartender um, makes it and takes pride in it. Mm-hmm. I, I really watched the first drink yeah. um, because you know, you can tell a lot about that bar and the mixology program from there. And that's really my litmus test. It's when I decide if I'm gonna go with a Tito's and soda the rest of the night or if I'm gonna go you know, and let the bartender kind of do their own thing. That's a joke. I'm yeah. Kidding. So when the tiny Asian girl who looks like she's 21 orders an old fashioned, make it really well because yeah. you don't know. So, so, <laughs> she so, could be a psalm. Yeah. So what do you like first? The bitters in there first, the alcohol in there first, the ice? How do you like it? Oh, the, the alcohol. You like the alcohol first? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's new. Oh my God. No. No, so. no it, just, it just depends. It's really the handling of the twist. I don't sure. know why. It's just like it's just the, the delicate, you know. Do you like when they they burn it first, or do you like? When I they love just like when fold they it burn over? it. Okay, I cool. Love when they burn and, it. and what about the rim? Do you like when they do mm-hmm. the little rim job with the, uh, the orange peel? The you rimming, yes. Peel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and do you like when they do the uh, the orange or the orange and lemon? No, just orange. Oh, I mean, for me, I don't know. That's just I'm just yeah, old fashioned that yeah. way, you know. No, I like it that way too. I I don't like the uh, when they put a cherry in it. Yeah, it's usually a little too sweet. Yeah. I mean, I actually have like a really sweet palate. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a lot of mixology programs are kind of like leaning in that direction. Mm-hmm. But I, for me personally, I think the old fashioned should just be, you know, more old. on the dry side. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not trying to, you know, have a juicy fruity cocktail. I'm saying I'm serious. I'm very serious, you know. <laughs> I, I'm reaching into my bag because I believe before I even read the article, um, I have a buddy that's bringing Basil Hayden for dinner. Oh, no um, way. Yeah, because as as you know, we went to your restaurant recently and I uh, had to order you guys old fashions because I was like, oh, I like them here. You know, we actually age our old fashions in barrels for like 30 to 60 days upstairs. Did I tell you this? 
I've heard it. Yeah, that told me. The, uh, your other song told me. I yeah, so we literally have these little tiny barrels upstairs. And I we have orange oh, bitters. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how good it is. I want to try something I've new. never had that brand before. But me neither. Worth a try. Let's yeah. do it, fam. You don't have to, but <laughs> I know I will. I can try some bitters. It's not going to kill me. Oh, yeah, bitters. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the guest. Does it even have calories? I mean, it, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't think it'll say. I don't know if bitters will really. Ha- I mean, you're using such a small amount. Like, really, does it matter? You know, just do like a couple minutes of extra cardio. Oh, sure. Let's see here. I see uh, 45% alcohol by volume. Okay, so the teeny tiny bit of calories per the amount because you're not going to put a lot, right? Yeah. I don't put a lot. No, I don't. I mean, four to five drops usually. Shake, shake. Bye. (laughs) Keeping it on ice right now. It's nice and cold. Yeah, so he, um, the guest tonight, the dinner guest said, uh, Have you ever heard of Basil Hayden? And I was like, No, I have not. No way. Oh, I swear. No way. Are you kidding me? I swear. That article came out like yesterday or no, like two days ago. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'll show you. He just, he asked me last week. He's like, have you ever heard of Basil Hayden? I've heard of it and I've had it, but I actually didn't think it was something he would actually drink. And so I told him, no, of course not. Cause I knew that if I said no, he would probably bring it in. Sure <laughs> shit. So he's bringing tonight. Yay. And that's why I brought that. And in fact, I'm glad I went to 7-Eleven cause I actually picked up an orange at 7-Eleven. No way. <laughs> that's why it took you so long. You should have rushed back. You know, you're stopping for oranges. Oh, Could have gotten that later. I'm just kidding. That's exciting. I won't be able to drink them, but nope, I'll be able to look at them. Yeah, you can look at them. <laughs> Basil, Basil Hayden is one of my favorite bourbons. It's just, it's very delicious. It's like sweet and orangey and just, just malty. I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. it just tastes really good. It's just really balanced. And for the price, like, I just think it's a good value. Yeah. What do you think of, uh, was it Angel's Envy? Uh, I'm not really like my my boss is like really big on it. I'm mm-hmm. just like Meh, yeah, it's okay, it's all right. I got it yesterday because I, they were out of Basil Hayden where I was going, and um, I drank it last night. I tried and uh, I didn't really like it as old fashioned. Then I tried it again as a, a bourbon, the bourbon uh, mule. Oh yeah, it's okay. It was okay. It's not my brand. Yeah, it's like same. I, I feel the same way. Yeah, so. I have it. I just was like, gosh, what am I going to do? I mean, honestly, it's hilarious because they all buy from the same, you know, big bourbon conglomerate Mm -hmm. and then they just bottle it separately. And like, you know, some of them will throw it in oak and like do this thing. But, you know, they're all basically the same juice. Yeah. (laughs) But it really, yeah, I know. Well, no, that's not true. I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's a. LVMH. Oh. I'm just kidding. That's not true at all. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I just think it's funny that, that I mean, the, with bourbon, it really does make a difference, you know, with mm-hmm. the, the finishing of it. But So what's going on with your t-shirts? I thought you had some good news on that or some big yeah, news. Yeah, well, I, I have these wine t-shirts for anybody who doesn't know. They're kind of remixes of famous logos with, you know, wine ideas. So like kind of the Nintendo sign with Nebbiolo inside mm-hmm. of it. I have like the supreme looking red box with sommelier and then I have one that says Sasakaya. Yeah, that's when um, I was like, wow, I like that. Yeah, I know. They're so geeky. And Vogueway, the mm-hmm. burgundy producer is, I have like a Vogue magazine kind of look, but it's a Vogueway with the little uh, markings. It's just, it's nerdy. But I created them because I was looking for wine shirts for my entire career. You can see in the, I have these YouTube videos and the whole first series of Adulting with Alcohol, which is what it's called. Um, I was wearing a different wine t-shirt and I would have them like custom made and they were super expensive. They cost me like $30 because I'd go and get one single one printed. 
um, just like at the mall, mm-hmm. and um, was searching for hours online for actually good wine shirts that I really liked, and I couldn't find it. And selling these shirts just on my website, and they've been doing really, really well, made to order. And I'm just ready to move to Amazon and like move it to the, which is really exciting because mm-hmm. it's really fulfilling kind of what I wanted to do for the wine industry by creating that. And I think it's time to, you know, make it available to the masses basically and like make it really searchable. Cause right now I don't think you could find them if you were searching online for them. They're still kind of like buried. And the only people that know about it are, you know, my followers and, you know, my friends pretty much, which is a lot of people still, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to be able to like show everybody. <laughs> Um, there's some other, I've seen some other places that sell some shirts, but now they, <sighs> yeah, I know exactly. That's what was so frustrating about it. It just, it's like really champagne every day. Like, okay, how many times have we said this? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, teaching aspect you're going to be doing with the, uh, your new, are you talking about that one? Yet, yes. Or is that still yeah. Okay. Um, so I am creating a online course, an online course for beginners. I really wanted to teach you know, newbies since the beginning. I, I mean, I had that YouTube series and I would teach like little mini lessons, but I realized that, you know, you need the tools, you need the background, you need it to be taught in the right order. So I don't think that the YouTube series was, it was a great like test to the waters. I did 28 episodes. Like it wasn't like I just did it one time, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, but, and I learned how to edit and I learned how to do all these amazing things by by working on that. But now I'm I'm ready to create this wine course it's going to be, you know, 15 to 20 sections with two to three short videos in them each. Uh, PDF document downloads where you can download, um, you know, my notes that you can fill in side by side. Oh, you're so distracting. Stop. Oh, it's video, video, video. <laughs> Don't worry. Nothing is live on these ones. I'm actually going to have it. So edit and I'm going to send it to you. So oh, you what? It your... It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to have That's PDF. That was my Diet Coke, by oh, the way, uh, everybody who he made us late to get. <laughs> yeah, so we're... The series is going to have, you know, 15 to 20 sections, two to three videos each with specific lessons. New wine drinker needs to know everything about it. <laughs> um, Keep it together. What's I know. I'm sorry. You? Just because I'm moving the camera around. like different Being ways. a creeper with your, <laughs> with your face. <laughs> and um, so? no, I, I think that... Um, you know, we're we're getting ready to go into production in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to film all of them. Um, I have the hosting for my website that's about to get all set up. I'm really excited. I'm actually working on getting some test tubes with wine in them, um, having somebody bottle those for me so I can sell it as like an additional package. Not super expensive, but just something, you know, to physically be able to follow along. I think it's really important to be able to taste a Riesling and a Sauvignon Blanc side by side when we're talking about the international varieties, you know, mm-hmm. and it would be nice to have like a, oh, if you're, you know, if you are doing the wine, whatever extra package, then do it right now, sure. essentially. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I mean, just... I would love to do it. What became really clear to me was that I'm going to have to do different levels of this series. I mean, there's a lot more um, aspects that I want to explore. And as I write it, you know, I want to go really, I want to delve really deep. Now's not the time. Now is the time to give the basics. You know, I, I became a Psalm at 21 years old. I know what is necessary and what is not necessary. And I know that 99% of the population thinks they should know more about wine. Absolutely. And the 1% are assholes. Yes. So they're they're the ones that you don't want to hang out with. Those are the ones anyway. I like to sell to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah. But I think deep down, everybody knows that they know nothing about wine. Yeah. And 
being an expert now, I, it's very clear to me, you know, instilling that confidence and, you know, at least my friends and followers, you know, ask me questions all the time about how to get started and how to um, have a holistic understanding because you can have a really, really deep understanding in one particular subject, mm -hmm. but not understand wine as a whole. Mm -hmm. And when you understand wine as a whole, it really makes the entire process much more magical and it can be like a really fun um, aspect that brings people together, it makes you feel bougie, you know, splitting a bottle of wine with some friends, showing them some things, you know, being able to teach other people. It's a lot of fun and it's a really like bonding experience. I like old fashions, but it looks a little weird if you order an old fashioned at 11 o'clock in the morning or you have a shot of tequila, but wine for some reason, I can drink this at 11 and it looks classy. Oh, classy AF, you know, yeah. it's just like, That's... you know, get a glass of Ruinar, like, okay. Like yeah. that's that you're you are now a queen if you have that at ten a.m. Yes, I am a yes, queen because I love Runei. That's one of my favorite champagnes ever. It's pretty delicious. It I is good and for the price point. I mean, it's not too right. Yeah, it's not ridiculous. The mm -hmm. rosé too. Usually the rosés are like so much more expensive, and it's really not. But yeah, I think that having wine in your arsenal of alcohol is very important, and like knowing you have to know certain vocabulary because wine is a language. Mm -hmm. You know, there has to be you know some. Uh, vocabulary that's taught for you to understand the big picture or else you're just it's completely speaking a different language you mean i can't order bujolais <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you can if that's what you like yes. of course you may bujolais bujolais <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've also been um isn't speaking, that from Bordex? oh my god <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> Hot Brian. Um, speaking of Beaujolais, actually, um, I something else that I really wanted to do that's a lot of effort, but for me, like personally, it, without any payoff, that's what I mean. It's sure, really, sure. it's really more just like a love project. Um, I've started posting blogs every Friday, um, featuring um, sommelier uh, writers, and you know, there's a girl in Australia who's a WSET diploma student, which is like a, one of our. It's a huge certification. It's like getting mm -hmm. your doctorate of wine. Um, and, you know, I want to post articles that have sommeliers as a voice um, instead of like BuzzFeed or Thirsty Magazine. You know, not to say that their writing style isn't fun and awesome, but I think mm -hmm. that having sommeliers actually writing it totally makes a difference. Totally makes a difference. As so. long as I don't hear pencil shavings, I'm cool. Why? I don't know. You just don't like when people describe pencil shavings? Yeah. But, but I, I do get it when I'm tasting the wine sometimes. But it's just like everything has pencil shavings in it nowadays. I'm like, okay, it's old wine. I get it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it just to, seems to be from France. It's always that pencil shaving. And it's just I'm like, oh. But that's God. your marker then. That's good. Then you yeah. always know. You don't blind taste that often, do you? I do. You do? Yeah. Well, actually, not the Why? Last few I months. wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't if I wasn't training for a test. To I got tests coming up. I got. You're going to be super fine. And I've been trying the whole little black glass thing. That was like the worst thing to buy ever. Oh my gosh, you got those Riedel glasses? Man. I posted that. I posted that. I thought they were so cool when I saw them. Well, I got it just because you posted it. No way. No, that's not true. Oh, but, I was but, like, oh, that's so sweet. But I'm going to edit this and say, yes, yes, I did. No. <laughs> so. no. Yeah, I saw those Riedel glasses and I was like, you got the Riedel ones, right? Um, you know, I honestly don't think so. I got just got it from uh, Amazon.com, and I just ordered something that was 
that I could check that I really can't, I can't tell if it's white, I can't tell if it's red, I can't tell if it's grappa, I can't tell shit until I taste it. And I'm like, so what we're talking about is a glass that's completely blacked out. They're really beautiful. Um, you can't even tell the color of it when you're tasting it. And so you really get to rely on your taste buds. It's, it's really cool to experience it. But then you're like, wow, I suck. Yeah. I thought a Pinot Grigio was a Merlot. <laughs> kind of, sort of. That's what happened with my uh, Pinot Noir. And I thought it was a white. And that's stupid. I know. I thought it was a sensor. Like, wow. Yeah. I've never, I've never used one of those black glasses for tasting before, but I would love to. I can imagine. I've it, seen them. It was a little humbling. <laughs> it was quite humbling. It was definitely humbling. And, and you think, well, I could rely on my nose. Of course, your Chardonnay, you can, t you know, you get those certain pronounced. Some of them are pretty easy. And then other ones are just like. Well, some of, um, some wines, I mean, you can tell so much from just the color and the way yeah. that it moves down the glass. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's, you know, I guess it's cool if you really wanted test your palate but i think that there's so much about identifying a wine just from the site so yeah, yeah. it's kind of frustrating right. yeah and it's fun to talk about like tonight i'm sure they're going to talk about legs legs in the wine legs the... um i mean i've done so much research about legs <laughs> and and um you know essentially it's the combination of the alcohol and sugar mm -hmm. that create legs and tears right mm -hmm. so um it's one of my biggest pet peeves when guests at the restaurant are like oh look at those legs like aren't the legs really nice and i'm looking at it i'm like well of course you know i'm thinking in my head not saying it of course but like just thinking in my head yeah it's because it's high alcohol and it has a bunch of residual sugar because it's from paso robles just yeah, kidding stupid no, just kidding <laughs> i love paso i do i yeah. love them a lot but it's like your wine is 15.7 percent alcohol yeah. that's basically poor like yeah. we're almost at the poor level yeah <laughs> If, if I want to get totally like messed up, I know I'm gonna buy a Paso. Destroyed, absolutely. Yeah, You're know. like hammered after one glass. And it still, t it tastes good. Oh yeah, I you know yeah. honestly like I I have a little tattoo on my finger. <gasps> have you seen this? Yakuza. Have you seen this little tattoo I have? I have. No oh, that's a little wine glass. It's a little wine glass. Yeah. So it was like a spur of the moment little tattoo I got when I was 21. Like what? No, don't copy me. I'm just kidding. Somebody actually emailed me the other day and asked yeah. me if I they could have my tattoo. Like if they could put it on there themselves, and I was like, "Yeah, of course! Like, absolutely! That's so cute." <laughs> just take a picture of this. And I love I'll... that they asked, though. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool because sometimes you get a little upset when people like infringe and copy your shizzle. No, I don't care. Um, yeah, but th um, this glass um was a 2010 Paderewski's Infidel by Saxum. Um, it was one of the first. It was the first moment where I sipped a glass of wine. It was like 15% alcohol, mm -hmm. but. You know, I tasted it and I was like, wow, this is what wine is about. You know, this is amazing. And it was. And it, I, you know, but yeah. I just remember that bottle so clearly. So that's what's in my, my glass on my finger. Didn't that hurt? No, not oh. really. It took like 15 minutes. He did a really good job. And it's like, hasn't really bled at all, too. It's a teeny tiny. It's on my ring finger, like just on the inside. Yeah. I don't, hardly anyone ever notices it. But when they do, it's like magical. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I mean, couple tattoos myself yeah i see but i would be afraid to have them on my fingers it seems like it would hurt so much no i have fatty fingers i think that's why i've always well, had like okay. really big like ring sizes yeah so how, how do you like working at spago after all i love it really i love it yeah it's it's really difficult um yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i i basically wanted to work at spago after chris miller uh, who's master sommelier proctored my exam, the, the very first one that I took right after I turned 21. So I was like, oh my gosh, I want to work at Spago. It's the best wine list on the West Coast, you know, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Uh, at least the biggest and most comprehensive, in my opinion. 
um, we have 3,600 SKUs and 20,000 models in house. So it's like, you know, it was, it was a no brainer for me where I wanted to work. And I basically banged down the door for six months and I had a bunch of interviews. I didn't get it. Uh, cause I, I originally like wanted a cocktail serving position or something. Um, because there wasn't a SOM position available. And they said, she has too much experience. Um, yeah, but they remembered me of course. So when a SOM position opened, they were like, all right, let's give this girl a shot. And um, I knew nothing. I would have like panic attacks because I didn't know five producers of Shannon mm -hmm. from the Loire. Like I was, I was a kid. I really, I couldn't rattle things off and yeah. I was just so jarred. And then, you know, the people were, were different in Beverly Hills. I mean, there's a lot of wealth and, um, you know, people aren't always very nice. Sometimes people are very nice. There is like, of course, there's, there's all types of people. But when people are mean, it was like, being able to not take it personally and like know that they just want fantastic service and like yeah. that's it and being able to hold your own when they they pick on me because mm -hmm. i was a very young som like i'm coming to the table to assist you with a purchase of 500 to ten thousand dollars mm -hmm. but i look like i'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> and that's now no, and I'm that's now that yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. so um our wine cellar we have four but uh two of them are upstairs which is where most of the bottles are Whenever we have a bottle order, pretty much, we have to run upstairs. Wow. So my calves are great. You know, it's a lot of physical labor, putting away boxes, you know, 20 cases of wine on a Tuesday when we have deliveries. I mean, we have deliveries like most every day, that first day of the week. I mean, it is, it's, it's physically demanding. I don't know how someone that was much older could do it, to be honest. I feel like you need... Well, shut. You're fine. You don't need to. You don't need to work at Spago. Just knife out. Ting, ting, ting. You have your own no, stuff. Well, <laughs> at, at the wine merchant, I used to say, "Hey, can I wear a pair of jeans in the beginning?" Because when we get all of our deliveries, I was just like, "Oh my god." I do it in heels, by the way. <sighs> I, don't know how you do. I, I can't do it in my heels very well. Kills me. I know. Still I don't wear them as high as you, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're like little. They're like <laughs> two, three inches for sure. <laughs> oh my god it's a little uncomfortable silence there. you're ridiculous construction joke anyway um, no <laughs> no I, i'm just curious because i know that's why actually every time we go there you chose great wine this last time i actually brought a couple bottles i think i'm trying to remember which time but i never have really asked to look at your list i'm just like what do you think we should okay that sounds good yeah jay was the best customer ever yeah. he's like what do you feel like yeah well, well paul roger Winston Churchill. Good, no, it's good stuff. And, and the second you said Winston Churchill, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. It's so delicious. I, honestly, I totally forgot about Seriously. it. Seriously. And, and we and we had it at the store, and I see it all the time right there, but it's just one of those things I was just like, wow, didn't even think about it. And that's a, well, that was a great choice. Well, it was hard to follow up. Um, there's only, For me, at least personally, there's yeah. only a couple follow Dom P2 with. That was kind of difficult. It had to be like a style change for sure. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping that they hadn't had that before, which they didn't. So, whew. It was a little scary. I, I felt bad that we're opening it. So Why? The P2? I don't know. Long story for after. It's delicious. <laughs> no, it, it, it's really good. It, it was tasty. I just... I, you don't I, like people taking care of you. That's what it really comes down to. I You're feel like, weird. Yeah, you feel weird. Yeah, you have to be weird. the provider of all things. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? No, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of used to it. I'm just not used to niceties. So I get kind of like, all right, what's the angle? And I automatically get defensive. But you're nice to everybody. I'm always nice to people, but it's just one of those. Really, yeah, so it's like a weird opposite thing in your mm -hmm. head, weirdo. Yeah, so I felt weird, and I was like, oh, man, he's going to have sex with me later. All right. <laughs> he better buy me a second bottle at least. <laughs> but oh then he God. brought his wife, and I was like, oh, forget it. I know. I 
I'm just kidding. I'm edit this later. So that I have to <laughs> note to self, edit later, edit. Yeah, yeah do not put that. <laughs> no, but that was actually a really good choice. And I'm glad they say Paul Roger because most people call it Paul Rogers and it bugs the shit out of me when they go to the store. My bartenders may or may not call it Paul Rogers oh sometimes, but we say it for fun. But it was really difficult. Oh, yeah. oh that's another thing. At Spago, yeah. everybody says, uh, not everybody, but like some of the wine team, uh, mainly Eric, and some of the bartenders, they'll mispronounce things. But I was so new to the game that I didn't know that they were mispronouncing it. Mm -hmm. So for a little while, I had like these weird pronunciations. I didn't know what was right. So I just wouldn't say it. You know, if somebody asked me, you know, about a bottle of wine, I'd be like, Ugh. because I was so confused. I was yeah. like, I really thought you pronounced it Paul Roger, but everybody keeps saying Paul Roger, yeah. you know? <laughs> I've heard Paul Rogers and then Montrachet. Oh, I, I just get irritated. Though. I thought I was saying um, saying it the right way, but then I heard some French people saying it all the time. It's like Montrachet. I'm like, Mont okay. Yeah. I know, but then you sound like a douche, you know? Well, you have to find like a happy medium yeah. where you don't sound like an asshole. That's true. And I don't speak good French, so. Well, I, I it's difficult for me because I have to like switch back and forth between languages. They're like, oh, we're, we're deciding between Rioja uh, or we're deciding between Champagne or something. And then you're like switching back and forth yeah. talking about producers. And you're like, oh, I don't know where to place the voice in my mouth. Sure. <laughs> How do you say Tempranillo? How? <laughs> I mean, do you say Tempranillo or do you say Tempranillo? I say Tempranillo. Oh, yeah, I do. Just... Yeah. Very, very basic. Rioja or Rioja? I do like to, the one thing that I do like to say is Jerez. <laughs> with the lisp oh Jerez. oh it's all spanish <laughs> yeah yeah, I was, yeah when i was in uh when i was in spain that's how i spoke spanish because i do speak spanish but some people weren't understanding me so i was just like okay i'll just speak like a gay mexican and it worked gotta have that lisp yeah, you have to yeah have the, the, the lisp is is what it's about <laughs> yeah i know it sounds uh -huh. horrible but that's how i did it no, i was like how would a gay yeah and, and it worked and people understood me i was like Perdona oh, artista, artista. oh mucho gracias. and they were just like oh wow you kind of mumble I do totally mumble. Yeah. I got clean up. Totally. I do. I'm a mumbler. <laughs> it's because I'm always trying to hide. I have a thick accent and I'm always trying to hide it. And then. Yeah. So then you just don't open your mouth. You don't speak. Kind of. I, yeah. I can, I can hear it. Like you sound like my, my food runner grande. So we have a, like a main expediter who's been there for 30 years. His name. Yeah. His name is grande. And he, he mumbles in, in English, like so badly. And so yeah. I love to run food every once in a while, you know? Sure. It's fun, you know, being able to help out and you're like the eighth plate going out and you, you know, you can all put it down at the same time. It's really nice, right? Yeah. So I go and then he did, like, I'm looking at him, I'm making eye contact and he's go, he goes, table three. And I'm like, <laughs> what is he saying? You know? So I look over at the other runners and they're like, we don't understand him in English or Spanish. It doesn't, yeah. like, just go where you think, like, read the ticket. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I'm going to go to language school and enunciate even better. Yeah. I can't say the, what's the drink with the iced tea and the uh, lemonade? Long Island? Oh, uh, oh no, Arnold Palmer? Is that what you're talking That's about? I was like, <laughs> Where's your mind when you're out of San Diego now? <laughs> yeah. What? Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. That, mine is better than yours. No. Arnold Palmer. That's how you say it. <laughs> and then it, Arnold Palmer. So I can't do a Japanese accent very well, even though I was born in Japan. I think I've I've tried to like push it all out, mm -hmm. you know, and I just I can't do it. I'm so Americanized, so whitewashed. No, it's okay. When you're in Tokyo, it's are you from Tokyo? Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Tokyo. Toireto. Toireto. Toireto, like a R. Toireto. Toireto. Are are Toireto doko desu ka? Nihongo wa wakarimasen. Ah, tell tell them what that good. means. That means that you don't understand Japanese. Yeah. yeah. 
everybody laughs because it's confusing because yeah. I asked my mom to teach me in a really great accent, you know, mm -hmm. I, so I listen for all the intonations because I because when I do, I can do it really well, the inflections yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So everyone looks at me like very, very confused because our head chef at Spago, he's Japanese. And so he has so many like really famous Japanese people that come in. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll, I always serve the champagne mm -hmm. for, you know, um, when he when he wants to send champagne to tables, like I'm the girl. And so they always ask, they're like looking at me all confused because I look really Japanese, but not. <laughs> and then they're like asking me questions. And then I say that. Just be like, I'm Korean. Yeah. I'm sorry. Or <laughs> no, or the best is when they're like eating something and yeah. they think they're just talking to each other. And yeah. they're they're like taking their first bites and they're like, oh, this is really good. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, is she the Scott? <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, what? Who are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did she understand everything we were saying? We were talking about. We were totally like, talking about yeah, her. Yeah, we're talking about her. <laughs> Can't get offended. Oh yeah, because you're white. I'm white. You are yeah. you are albino. I, I am. I'm pretty. I'm like white white. Oh, so when are you, when are you gonna are you gonna go back to Japan or anything and visit over there? And... Yeah, my mom and I want to go in November. You know, my family. Uh, they build they build emergency slides that cool. you attach to the sides of buildings mm -hmm. like hospitals yep. and like elementary schools because everything's vertical, right? Mm -hmm. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they yeah, make, yeah. Like, these tubes. Yeah, they make tube little slides. So mm -hmm. my family like manufactures them. That's what we do. Um, so they're not coming over here very often. Sure. Because they have to do that. Um, it's That's not cool. subsidized by the government, but it's like a huge tax break. And I was like, yeah. wow, it's kind of brilliant, like, yeah. you know, that they're doing that. And oh. I don't really want to go into the slide business. Tell you, <laughs> I will do it. I will be the white guy over there. No, actually, I want to open a wine tasting place in Japan. That's my, my big goal when I grow up is to do whatever I have to do here. But I want to go back and then a big wine bar because wine is still going to, I, I think it's still going to pop like crazy over there. Yeah, it's really interesting because Japanese guests that I have, it's mm -hmm. it's hilarious when I have a group of Japanese businessmen because you can you always know what they're going to order because mm -hmm. they always start with champagne. Kenzo. They. Oh. <laughs> well, well yeah they get a nap a cab for sure mm -hmm. it's like champagne and then maybe a beer mm -hmm. and then nap a cab yep. like 100 percent. yeah because that's all you everyone knows is cabernet sauvignon that's yeah that's like the wow it's all always cabernet sauvignon yeah so. maybe if my uh my video series goes really well i'll make a translation for the japanese that's that'd cool. be fun yeah because yeah. my mom speaks obviously she's fluent so oh, obviously i mean she could we could re-record it just for just the kidding. asians yeah. My, yeah. my my homies the Asians. you know my japanese yeah, yeah. No, absolutely that'd, that'd be pretty cool or the chinese thinking about it i'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> i like the chinese on record okay yeah yeah of course they I drink mean... a lot of wine and they bring a lot of fake wine yeah they have i've had some i've had some very suspicious 86 mutons yeah. No, I'm serious. I'm I'm I, dead I serious. I, I totally know. I've had so much. It's crazy because I haven't had a lot of shitty Bordeaux. Mm. Or I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Um, I just have to mark explicit every <laughs> single time. No big deal. But yeah, I've had it. I've had um, amazing Bordeaux. Like I've had 86 of every growth like mm -hmm. at least eight times because mm -hmm. everybody comes in and they drink it. And if it's a good time to drink it, everybody starts drinking it. And so I've had it so many times and you're like, wow, this is, this is this not, not real, real yeah. at all. You know, this tastes like it's five years old, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. it's so, it's, it's horrible. Like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell them because that would just like ruin the whole experience. And like, they probably have no idea. They think that they're getting such a good deal because they're buying it at some auction or like some online store. They didn't want to buy the bottles. They just wanted the juice. So they wanted to buy the barrel and then ship it back to China. I don't want to break any federal law. So tell you what i'll do i will fly to china and i will take the juice and i will make it for you 
and I will make you a red blend. And whatever you do with it after that is your business. So that's why I did particularly 67% Cabernet Sauvignon, 23% Merlot. No way. Cab France, 6%, Petit Verdot. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. horrible. I hate you. What? That's They're, horrible. I know, but they, I was in China making it for Chinese in their Chinese juice. Where they got the juice, I have no idea. And, uh, they bottled. They so labeled. I probably had some some Carter wine. No, no, because you said it was 86. shitty, so it probably wasn't mine. <laughs> I make delicious wine when I do make it. So he's saying that he's produced fake wines. No, Everybody I said is. I produced wine in China. Just kidding. <laughs> From China. No, I have. Not, I really have not, and I've tasted a lot of Chinese wine. Actually, a lot of people have brought it to me. So if you do have wine. That is amazing from China. Please bring it to me. Like, definitely send me a sample. I'll be happy to try it. Sure. Because everything that I've tasted is not good, and I really think it comes down to the soil. So Absolutely. I think the I think the label is legit. I think the bottle is legit. Mm -hmm. I think the cork is probably a year old or six months old, and this is like marker on the bottom. <laughs> it's not even like real uh, purple marker or something. It, it, no. It was like paint, and I was like, this is not not even close to real. I mean, wow. But if they want to fly me out again, hey, I'll make more. <laughs> Okay, okay, Rudy. Who's Rudy? Oh, that's a sour grape dude again. Yeah, but he was in America, like falsifying like labels and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so thank you for coming. I have a hell of a lot of edits to do on this thing. And, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And, uh, Great to see you. You too, likewise. It's worth it. Okay, now I got to cut that part out too. But And uh, wrap this up, and thank you very much. And please come back again for listeners. We'll, we'll listen in. For sure. And I would bye. love to come back. Cool. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much. I'll see you later. Bye.